Hello. Welcome. Welcome back. You're listening to Send Him Off. My name is Sam and joining me, as always, is my ever-present podcasting partner, Alex. How's it going? It's all right. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. It, it feels like ages back. since the last time we did it, but we've had a little hiatus last yeah. week. Technical issues. Oh, massive technical but, uh, issues. I'm on. I've moved fine. from the. I've moved from the first, like the slowest computer in the world, to the second. So that's why my camera looks like I'm on a nineties home video. He's moving in eight bit. He is. He's playing Flappy Bird over there. This, ca- this camera. The, the camera is so bad that the air around me is fluffy. Like I can see. <laughs> it. Um, but uh, yeah, we're back, and it's the return of what football means to me. Um, I'm just going to apologise now. I sound horrific. So anybody listening, it's like some awful ASMR, uh, but with, with flu. So uh, I'm just going to apologise now. But we're, we're joined by uh, another comedian to add to our little collection. We're collecting them. We're we, racking them up. We are we, racking we do, them up. We do love a little comedian guest. We love it. And uh, this guy, we, we we went to see this guy last last week, was it? Yeah, last week. Last week or the week before, I believe. Was it the I week it was, before, uh... Sean? Tell us. Hey, guys. Yeah, it was... Um... I guess it was the week before. Yeah, it was late January. It was the last Sunday yeah. of January. And uh, yeah, it was a good show. I did a show at the Cardiff Glee. Pleasure. You two crossed enemy lines to go into Cardiff. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. But yeah, it was, it was a quality show. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed oh, it. Cheers. We'll talk cheers. a bit more about that later. Yes, but, uh, yeah, did. as Sam said, it's the return of what football means to me. I cannot wait. It is. So... We always kick these off, Sean, with, uh, well, first of all, we know who you support, but you just want to tell everyone listening, who's uh, who's your team? I am a lifelong Queen's Park Rangers fan, um, but I did not grow up in London, but my dad grew up in Acton in West London, and his brothers were all QPR fans, so that's how I became one. Right, um, okay. But yeah, I'm, I love it. I always loved them. It goes in and out, I think, over a life, but <laughs> I, fuck, I, I go as often as I can. I sort of I'm one of those football fans I enjoy I like QPR more when they're a bit crap because there's been small times where we've threatened to get like when we when when the big money came in a few years ago I just don't think it suited a team like QPR like I think where we are now even though we're not, it's frustrating it probably suits us better and I feel more affinity to the club in that way I don't know if that makes sense No it makes it does make perfect sense to yeah. be fair yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love sense. I love being a championship club I love it it's my favorite league I love it I don't think it gets like because you're you're Swansea fans. I'm a QPR mm. fan. I think winning a lot of games in the championship, I, for clubs like ours, that's as good as it can get, get realistically. You know, unless the Saudis buy you, you know, <laughs> it doesn't get any better. Like it really doesn't. No, hundred percent. Right. Let's right. kick it we'll off. Kick off. Yeah. The way we so always. Do. Are you are you first or am I? I don't know. We've got to do our uh, our little bit. We always do. Yeah, I know. So, uh, it doesn't matter. You you go then. Sean, we want you to give us something old, something new, something borrowed, and then something blue. So first of all, something old. Your favorite retired player it doesn't have to be QPR. It can be anybody, but you know, it's up to you. Favorite retired, whatever. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> well, I'll have to go with the name that came up for first, which was Zidane. Is just my favorite player ever. Um, yeah. He never played for QPR, but there was very briefly <laughs> a very strong rumor that he was going to be the manager. But I don't really? know when. When, when was, was this? This was during the crazy times when all the F1 people had invested in QPR and they were suddenly <laughs> right. this, this, they were trying to turn them into this cool boutique club. And there was a big rumor saying Zinedine Zidane's about to be announced as the QPR manager. 
and and they go the next home game is going to be a huge announcement and all the players were talking about it and then the, uh, the announcement was they'd slightly changed the badge <laughs> that was a bit of a letdown <laughs> i would have been miffed i would have been miffed yeah it was pretty rough but um i just i yeah i've got to go with that really like when i was growing up i just thought he was i still think he was in my lifetime maybe the my favorite player you know, I, I just loved him. He was quality, but my favourite thing about Zidane was the way he went out. Everybody talks about it, but what I, a way to leave. I mean, his last ever game was the World Cup final, and he gets sent off. Like With a headbutt. T- talk about cementing your legacy. Yeah, 100%. He was the best player in that tournament by a mile. Like, he basically carried that French team to the final. I, it's just unbelievable. Like, you couldn't yeah. write it. You genuinely couldn't write it. Um, but I loved no, him. I, re- I remember, like the, back in the glory days, you know, when um, when the Champions League used to be on ITV. I used to just watch it with my dad, and I remember watching that goal he scored at, in the final oh, against Leverkusen. Yeah, and, yeah. And Hamden Park, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It's still, maybe the best goal ever at a European Cup final. I think it's so. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. I think, I think Mr. Gareth Bale might have something to say about last year. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't go. know. Um, so that's your something old, something new. So your favorite current footballer. Well, Adult Rapt isn't technically retired, but I don't know if I can name him. I don't know if I can name him as my favourite current footballer because I basically loved him for two years when he was at QPR. Um, what a romance that was, though. That was the best. It was as good as it ever got. Um, who's my favourite current footballer? That's a really interesting question. I, I don't want to say Messi. You, I was going to say you did. You compared cut. yourself, though. You did compare yourself to Messi when you went on stage. Yeah, I'm the Lionel your... Messi of stand-up comedy. Um, yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do look like him. People tell me all the time that I look like him. Um, we we came to a conclusion of Messi just just to move away from football for two minutes. Messi and Ben Davis put together. I mean, I don't know what I meant to do with that. I mean, I wouldn't describe <laughs> it's a, a very handsome mix. A very handsome mix. I don't know if they are a handsome mix. I would like, say so. I would in, say so. Let me tell you something, Alex. Every year. <laughs> A new, I get told I look like a new person, and it's it's that guy is getting uglier every year. Like it used to be, people used to say like you look like a Christian Bale or like a young De Niro, and then they say Messi, and now you say like Ben Dave. I mean, I don't know who's next. We got you look, you look like a loaf of bread or something. Someone Eric Eric came on in the summer and said I look like Miguel Alm- Almiron. I was like, what do I do with that? <laughs> Who's my current... I'm trying to think of who my current favourite player... I'm just thinking of QPR players, which probably isn't the best. Go for it. Go for it. Do you know i tell you who it is. My favourite current player is an ex-QPR player who now plays for Palace called Eze, who Mm. I just think... I just loved him so much. And I think he's so class because he's sort of a throwback. He's the type of player that is becoming less and less needed in the modern game because he's, he's all vibes. He's, yeah. he's a vibes-led player. <laughs> and he's one of those players that when you go on his day, he's the best player on earth. Which is, yeah. you know, fans, I think, really gravitate to, especially if you support sort of lower clubs. So, um, yeah, I love Eze because he sort of... I didn't... I, I knew he'd do it in the Premier League, but I think he's a genuinely very good Premier League player who's probably found his level and could yeah. be like a Matt Letizia-esque kind of talent for the next 10 years if he wants to be. Sort of always being the most exciting player at sort of lower mid-level clubs mm. in the Premier League. Alex, no, out of interest, who's the player that springs to mind with you with, on his day? On his day? Um, 
On his day. Um, Speaking it's, of it's the Swansea fan, it's got to be Olivia and Sham, surely. Like, uh, I, he's either, either, he's either incredible or he does nothing. Yeah, no. Yeah, he'll either come on like off the bench, he'll be amazing, or yeah. you'll wish he never saw the block in the first place. Yeah. It's, it's one or the other, but yeah. That's why. Fair. That's another reason why the championship is so great, is because it's filled with players who are like that. Like, I do feel like an affinity to those players, because those players represent more the average person. Yeah. In the yeah. Sense that some <laughs> it's weeks not always going to be good, man. Yeah, some <laughs> weeks they're amazing, and some weeks they're total turds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I love it. I love the lower leagues way more than the top flight. Definitely. Right. Something old, something new. Something borrowed, please. Your favourite ever loaned-in player. So this is Coupier. Um, The season that we won the championship under Neil Warnock with the Tarabt mega season, we got, not many people remember this, but we got Carl Walker on loan. This is pre-Carl Walker being a big name. And he was absolutely incredible. Like he was so incredible. So uh, yeah. I'll probably say Carl Walker. I remember him him just marauding down the right flank in the, like in the championship. It was mad to have a player like that. Just quickly now, what do you think of Ethan Led watching him? What do you mean? In what way? As a player, what what do you think of him? Yeah, I like him. I guess I don't really know. I don't you think have no I know. opinion. You don't, I don't care. Think I, I don't saying. think I know who you mean, Ethan Led. Am I forgetting someone? Am I? Am I talking? He, he did go to QPR. Yeah, he, he's on yeah. QPR. He's on loan now. Currently, he's on loan from, now. Uh, just he's United. I've not. I've not watched enough this season. I'm afraid. Oh, but I'm, okay. I'm no, I was actually. I was going to be open about this at the beginning because I've been touring so much. I've not been able yeah, to I was get gonna, to many games. I should not really. I, I stuck you right under, but you've been very busy. You've been like all over the place. So there's no, no, no way you would have no, gone no, to no, watch it's them. Fine. I've watched a few of the. T- I've just watched a few of the telly games, a few of the highlights. Why? How's he? How's he meant to be doing? No, he's well, he's a he's a good player. We had him last year, and he's he was outstanding. So you had a good little player on your hands there. Well, the thing is, it's that I've got I've got tickets to like three games in the next three months, which is exactly okay. when the wheels seem to have completely come <laughs> off this season. So like, I basically I thought I was going to go and see a team that were like threatening to get into the top six and it looks like we're going to be potentially in a relegation fight so between um, you and cardiff it's between yeah, you and yeah, cardiff yeah. absolutely right something blue last one of the quick fire round uh something blue so you're the, the players you were sadder the player rather you were saddest to see leave the club um i think I mean, I, I will always be sad that Adol Sarap never had longer at QPR. I think he was badly managed by the, the people that came in after Warnock. We had like Mark Hughes, then Harry Redknapp, who were the wrong people for the club in many, many ways. But most because they just, I, I, it still really upsets me. Um, the saddest people to leave the club. I mean, I'm such, a, I'm such a romantic. I was really sad when Ian Holloway was turfed out on his first managerial appointment. But the one, I suppose it's the, the first breakup is always the hardest. So I think yeah, as yeah. a kid, when Trevor Sinclair was sold, that's that's when I knew, oh, I support one of the crap teams now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not. That's what it is. I'm not supporting one of the good teams. I'm supporting one of the crap teams for, yeah. the, for the next few years. Um, so probably <laughs> for the that, rest of my life. For the, yeah, for the next rest of my life. Um, so probably that, I think. Yeah, that one really, yeah. really broke my heart as a kid. It's a tough one, the first that, one, isn't it? Speaking of firsts. Um, yes. I Alex, do you want to yes. yeah, lead? 
Right, to kick it off, what is your earliest footballing memory? That's a really interesting question. I don't know whether... I mean, I always was into it. Just always, always sure. was into it. I was always playing it in the park. I was always playing it at school. Mm. I played for a team. I always loved it. If in terms of like going to games or, or big things, either, I suppose, when did, Q, when did QPR get relegated? My first ever game I went to was QPR's last stint in the initial Premier League. So I guess that was probably 95. Yeah. And I remember that. I remember QPR beat Aston Villa 1-0 and Trevor Suit and Claire scored. And I remember being at Loftus Road and thinking, I cannot believe there is a stadium so enormous in the world. <laughs> I mean, that, <laughs> isn't that like the most childish thing? That's brilliant. We all, we all remember it. We all remember our first yeah, time Yeah, yeah. 18,000 seat shithole Loftus Road. <laughs> um, and the, or, and I hate to say it on a Welsh podcast, I, I have very vivid memories of Euro 96 for England. That was definitely that my was coming. That was my first international tournament, and it was, um, you know, it, it definitely, um, definitely gave a false impression of what life as an England fan would be like. <laughs> what games did you go there. to? Just quickly on that, I didn't go to any games. Oh, I you didn't. Watched, do it. Right, I just, okay, you I watched it on TV. Watched, I remember sure. watching them, and I remember my dad going crazy. Yeah, in a, in a, I remember in a way that I'd never seen him go crazy <laughs> for regular football, <laughs> and sort of understanding that oh, international football means more, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you feel that. Like, do you feel that like your uh, your dads or your parents or older people like they my, go My crazy. dad's Romanian. He doesn't he doesn't oh, care. Really? Yeah. Are you he serious? doesn't care about Wales. Yeah, no, I am honestly. He's Romanian, so he doesn't care about Wales. Whenever Wales is on, he'll watch it with me, but he's like, uh, you know, whatever. I'm gonna go and cook yeah, something. Yeah, but in France in France ninety eight, it must have been loving life. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was that that was the year I was born, so maybe he did enjoy oh. it. I don't know. Maybe Jesus he did. Christ, man. You got 10 <laughs> years on me. That's so depressing. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well, fair, fair flips then. I get that. Um, yeah, my dad's a big, my dad's a big football fan. And I think it's sort of club football. He enjoys, but international football, I, I mean, you know, it just does something to people. It does, yeah, yeah. It does change people a bit. Yeah, no, I right. agree. So that's the earliest memory. Uh, Sean, your, your biggest high as a football fan. Um, I can't. <laughs> well, look, I mean, it, it, I, genuinely, in a weird way, it wasn't even because I do. I've always loved England. I've always loved the international team. Um, my biggest high as a football fan. Right. It is between World Cup semi-final 2018, because that run just came out of nowhere. And there was an hour that England were ahead. And <laughs> I was just couldn't believe that England could have possibly been in a World Cup final. Um that that hour was pretty special. <laughs> this is so good. Look, I don't want to say that. Not on this podcast. Not to you. Bro. That hour was so I, I can't let this happen. So I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go long ball studs up. I'm going to give you a proper Sam Allardyce answer. I saw. I was, at, I was at the ground a few years ago when it was between QPR and Luton to get relegated from the championship. And it was QPR three, Luton two. And this is how old this game was. Paul Furlong came on for his last ever game for QPR and scored a, scored a penalty in like the 87th minute and it had been really back and forth. And that was probably the most exciting time I'd ever had as a, as a, as a football fan. So I that. By a sniff, I prefer Paul Furlong, you know, the, the, the thinking man's Harry Kane. 
I like it. Scoring against Luton, who also are such a jammy club. I mean, if you're going to oh, knock, yeah. knock anyone down, it should be Luton. It has yeah. to be there. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah, how, yeah. how nice is it to see Nathan Jones completely failing, though, at Southampton? He's, 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 Nathan Jones is really interesting because I grew up in Brighton and all loads of my mates were Brighton fans. And Nathan Jones was like a big Brighton player for years. Yeah. And they all say, of all the players that Brighton had in that generation, Nathan Jones was the last one any of them thought would ever be a manager. <laughs> they were like, he should be like working in a in like a car park. <laughs> he shouldn't be he shouldn't be managing a top flight team. <laughs> yeah, he's an interesting guy, Nathan Jones. He seems really because he's got a bit of bravado, but I think he's yeah. really insecure. I think you might be right. I think, I think you might be right. I think he's really flustered by what's happening to him. And he I, doesn't quite believe where he is. Do you know what I mean? No, and the and the truth is, the job he did at Luton was insane. Like, mm, yeah, yeah. Like in it fairness, was, it was insane. So I don't know. I guess he deserves it. But um, yeah, he's yeah. doing pretty well at. Bre- like, I don't know. He's he's weird. It's, it, it feels like <laughs> a strange little in the man. The fact that Nathan Jones is managing in the Premier League feels like a massive glitch in the. <laughs> Right, that's the highest point. Um, your lowest point as a football fan. Where's that? Um, um, oh, that's a really god. It's it's really hard. And the thing is, I think you probably feel the same as Swansea when you support kind of a lower, kind of crap, crap-ish <laughs> team. It's hard to really pick. You know, you, you got so many to choose. Yeah, we know. We know. Mate, I think the entire Jose Basigua debacle. <laughs> I think that entire time. Oh God, he went there. I forgot he went enti- there. I think that entire sort of two years when QPR basically put five hundred million into the team and got worse was <laughs> the lowest point because you got like we basically won the lottery twice. We hit the jackpot twice, and both times it made the club worse. <laughs> and so you go, well, that's it. We're- yeah, that's not happening for 50 years. It's ridiculous. Signing you just host- found yourself like standing around looking at each other thinking, oh, how is this happening? We've got 500 million pound and we're all we're all just sort of standing there thinking, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, we were, yeah. I mean, I remember going to the grounds and it was like this excitement, of course, a bit. But everyone all, I think there was a genuine, genuine sense because you like, you, <clears throat> you sort of watch Newcastle now and obviously they have way more money than King mm. did. They sort of, I think, are like, brilliant. We deserve this. This is going to be brilliant. QPR fans, we turned <laughs> up and we were like, well, this they've made a massive mistake. <laughs> they've made a massive mistake. <laughs> like, I remember when, that year when Adol Tarap was really good in the championship, the, the chant was, there were two chants. It was, Tarap's too good for you. But the other chant is, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? Um, but that whole time was really hard because there was a team there that the fans really liked and they weren't a great, you know, they were simple. You know, Clint Hill was like the most skillful Clint player. Hill, yeah, yeah. But then it was like, <laughs> I would rather have 11 Clint Hills than like a Jose Basingua. And then, you know, they signed Rob Green and Julio Cesar and G-Sung <laughs> Park. They signed a bunch of, they did everything you're not meant to do. They signed a bunch of massive players who were totally past their best they yeah. were all like mickey rourke in the wrestler like, <laughs> they were all that level of professional um so that was probably my lowest point because it was the it was genuinely the one time that i was like i would be fine if they lost like i think it would be good for the team if they this doesn't work so, so it, though in, though in, hind, in hindsight uh it would actually have been 
quite good if they'd stayed in the Premier League. But, yeah, looking I back. Yeah, it's one of those nice, right, it? yeah. we go, yeah, I'm like a purist. Like, I don't need that. I don't need success. And then, and then you're staring, actually, yeah, it would be nice. And then you're staring down the barrel of Lyndon Dykes, the top goal scorer with six. And you go, oh, God. What? I, I, I do miss Charlie Austin a little bit, actually. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's your, so that's the lowest point. Uh, Sean, what's your best away day that you've been to? With QPR? Yeah. Or, yeah. or, or England, whoever. Or England, England, yeah. I've never seen England play. I've never seen Probably for the best. Yeah, for the best <laughs> for you guys. Um, best away day. <laughs> what's the best away day I've ever been to? Well, I was at the... Wem- I was, oddly enough, right in the middle of that. I, w- I mean, does it count as an away day? I was at the playoff final when QPR yeah, won yeah. it in the, 90th, in the 90th minute when Bobby Samora scored a goal in the 90th minute. Yeah. I was there. I mean, that's that's an... electric. In amongst all of that crap period, and I suppose <laughs> this was after the money was there. Really, the money had sort of dried up a bit, which is why Harry Redknapp just walked away. <laughs> but there was that moment where Bobby Zamora scored a 90th minute goal. QPR had been down to ten men for most of the game. Derby had battered them, and then QPR snuck the winner. I mean, that was pretty mad. Because also, yeah. I've been. I've been to one playoff final before that, which was against Cardiff in Cardiff. In two, this would have been like 2005, mm. and QP, uh, QPR lost it in extra time. And the Cardiff fans were, and I'm sure you'd appreciate me saying this, dog, dog rough, awful. <laughs> yeah. One like like th- <laughs> like one of them threatened me. I was like, I'm a kid. One of them like took my, <laughs> one of them like took my flag and snapped it. I'm like, I'm a kid. <laughs> Snapped my I was like, what are you do-? I was like, I'm a baby. Why are you doing this? To me? <laughs> there was no need for that. Yeah, there was no need. And that was like that was really hard. So it was cool to it's very rare you get to go to like a massive stadium with your team. And the fact that I'd done it once and we'd lost and I got to do it again and we'd won was was really special. So yeah. if that counts, I'll, I'll definitely pick that. You had the, you had the other way around, didn't you? Oh, we won the first one. Yeah, we won the first one. I went to the second one and we got absolutely battered 3 0. Yeah. Which one was that? that? Who was, was that against? Brentford we lost to um, a couple of years ago. That was. Of course. Oh, God. Yeah, I was, I was tra- it, was, it was the one where the like, stadiums were allowed to be sort of opened a little bit. So yeah, we were all I thinking, remember oh, that. this is great. I remember that. And we had an attitude going down thinking, oh, you know, we, we knew we weren't going to be the better team that year, that day. So we were like, mm. oh, if we lose, you know, we lose, it's fine. And the closer we got to the ground, the more we were thinking, oh, I yeah. don't really want to lose this. Kick off. I was like, I do not want to lose this game. And it was it. It was game over before it started. But yeah. And that was the thing is that was that was at Wembley and it is Mm. um for me it's more just surreal being it yeah being at Wembley so crazy it was it was very mad yeah I remember when I went for the first time and I was looking around I was like it it doesn't look how it looks on TV it looks it's so much bigger it it was it was mental yeah it's ridiculous and I remember a few Derby fans were saying stuff like oh because you're a London club this must feel like a home game I was like well you've been here more way more recently (laughs) yeah QPR have never QPR haven't been at Wembley in you know forty years. Mm, sure. Um, yeah, it's cool yeah. though. It's cool. I hope you get. I hope you get another one soon. Fingers crossed. Nice we don't I know about that. Yeah. Never know. <laughs> uh, I mean, right. why not? The thing is, where where are you in the league this year? At the fifteenth. We anywhere between fifteenth and seventh, to be honest. Yeah, that's depending on the week. Sa- that's the same as us. And I think the thing with the championship is, it's such a weird league. Like, I, I genuinely don't think you could ever call it until about no. three weeks from the end. Yeah, if that. Like, but yeah. Really, never like QPR are on a terrible run. If we win the next two games, we're right back in it. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. That is the thing. Right, we've had the best away day. What is on your football bucket list? 
Well, I was actually talking about this earlier. Um, I've never seen Messi play, and I might okay. just I might just spunk the money and go to Paris and see him while he's still in playing in Europe. Yeah, because mm. I, I I I I wish I'd seen him at Barcelona. Mm. I've never I'm never I'm not that type of guy who does that sort of stuff. You know, I've never been that person who yeah, goes yeah. and like I don't know why I've got mates who like do that thing and I've never done it and I think. It does feel like Messi is sort of, you know, he's such an all-timer and he's playing in Paris, which is relatively close to the UK. And you, re and you, I looked at the website, you can just get tickets. Like, they don't. Oh, they're, they're available? They are available. Right, okay. Because I I, I've been tempted. I have been tempted. Send him off trip? They are cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at that when I looked, and I guess this was, this was maybe a few weeks ago, but it was the league games tend to be on Sundays. You can get tickets for like 50 euros, which is pretty reasonable mm. given the players yeah, yeah. they've got. You nice. can still get tickets to the Champions League. They're they're playing Bayern. Hmm. I mean, it's like three hundred quid. Or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I part of me goes like, Phew. I mean, that, see you him. see, you see, Paris Saint Germain against Bayern Munich. Like, as, as good as it gets, really. But uh, yeah, what? I think that's my bucket list is see is seeing Messi probably. In is Europe. it Messi over Ronaldo for you? Always, forever. Yeah. Okay. Always, 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 forever. Always, always and I, forever. I, I honestly think it's um, like I, you might both, you might both be full blown Ronaldo's. I'm sure some people listening to this might be like, no, Ronaldo's better. But like, genuinely, I, football's about opinions. But like, there are me, Messi's beyond. I just mm. don't know how. Mm. Yeah, I just love him. I think it's it's beyond statistics. It's it's. No, I, I agree. It's been a very interesting debate over the last sort of 10, 12, 15 years. And I've enjoyed yeah, it. It's, yeah. it's, been, it's been great to watch them both. But I think after, you know, this Christmas, there's only one answer really, isn't there? There is yeah. only one answer. He's just so sweet. And he's so, I don't know. He's don't so know. sweet. He's, he's adorable, so really. Deep down, he's a good boy. He's a sweet little tot. Like, <laughs> but I think, um, I mean, we're so, there's been a really... We've been very lucky the generation of players we've had. It feels like Messi and Ronaldo were sort of the last two of those. Like I think back to like those Spanish teams that had like, yeah. like Iniesta, Xavi. Like they were part of that generation, and most of them have sort of passed now. But we've still got the two retired big, big <laughs> yeah. Going. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're still they've with us. To, <laughs> they've gone to live on the farm. <laughs> oh, bit of an egg. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So, what's yours? Have you have you ever talked about yours on this? I'm always curious um, about that. That's a good question. We've never been asked. Yeah, no, no one's ever asked um, that. Yeah. Um, on a football bucket list, I'd like um, to go and see like a big derby. So, like we're talking like old firm or maybe like Lazio and uh, whoever they play, uh, or like the uh, the, the <laughs> Bocca Roma. I'd love, yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to go to I'd love to go to the Boca yeah, Juniors yeah. one, but I'd rather not die. Simple as that, really. For me, yeah, I... my, my friend has, my friend's gone to see Boca Juniors because his his wife's Argentinian, and he didn't go to see like a, a a big derby game, but he said it was like by a mile the most volatile atmosphere he's ever yeah. witnessed for anything. Yeah, I, I would yeah. be tempted to like. I'd be interested yeah. to see you, but for me, I'd like to go to a World Cup. I've never been to see a World Cup game, like a big international tournament. I've seen like qualifiers, but I'd, I'd love to go to a World Cup game. Doesn't matter who's playing, just I a think... big game. I think that's mine, you know, I think that's mine. And I feel like, like I have friends who went to France 2016 mm. and they describe, and England had a shite tournament and you guys had a blinder, <laughs> but they described that as such a like overwhelming experience. Mm. Yeah. Like, 
but the thing is the next world cup my wife is canadian and the next world cup is in canada so i'm deaf mm. we're definitely at least You're i'm gonna going be on the, i'm gonna be on the ground like i might not be in the game <laughs> yeah. but i'll be you know i'll be in the you've got to get tickets you've got yeah you've i've got to, to do in it, the it? yeah <laughs> right this one is uh so my favorite question this is so it's a, it's a double-edged question sean so Gosh. first of all what is your football guilty pleasure and then secondly what would you put in football room 101 so you could get rid of something forever from the game? What is my football guilty pleasure? Um, my football guilty pleasure is probably Roy Hodgson, just as a concept. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Roy Hodgson. That, that caught me right out. That caught me right out. I can't believe that's the only thing I can think of. I've got loads. I know, I, I, that's what I've it is, loads. though. That's what it is. I think I like part of me, and I was always the one who was against this, but now I'm a bit older. I'm like, part of me sort of sometimes likes a bit of 442, a bit of pump it long. A bit of Brexit. And a bit of Brexit. Come on. <laughs> get, get Razor Ruddock out of retirement. And let's, <laughs> they don't, let's put it up. And, um, no, I really like Roy Hodgson, and I actually always thought, because uh, obviously he was the one who lost to Iceland when he was England manager, and I actually thought he was unlucky i thought he was unlucky at england. i thought he really was good. i thought he was a good england manager who was very unlucky because for me it's you... the memes it's the memes for that's me. the problem he was too meme worthy but also, yeah he was <laughs> he was just a really he's just a really sweet old man and then there's that one interview where he really goes at the have you seen that one yeah, yeah i have yeah <laughs> and i'm like and i always think like that's who he is because he's got this that's kind of deep front, down. yeah that's he's got this front of like the sort of old english gentleman yeah. he speaks all these languages but he's been a football manager for 50 years he's obviously a <laughs> tough piece of work deep down <laughs> so um i sort of i, I do have but I, I think most people have a, it's probably not that guilty of pleasure i think most people accept he's a, probably a nice man um so maybe that doesn't fit i don't know what else my guilty pleasure would be i don't know Roy Hodgson's is it, it yeah. Is I acceptable. think that's a good answer I, for the reasons outlined. I'm willing to accept it. Yeah, so am I. He Even also, the... I think people. I've got a good mate who's a Fulham fan, and it's he said he always just says Roy Hodgson. The job he did at Fulham was like it, they got to the UEFA Cup final. Yeah, yeah I, I really, <laughs> like, you they, don't forget that because of England. They beat they Clint Dempsey and Bobby Zamora, and they beat Juventus over two <laughs> yeah. legs. Like that's absurd. Crazy that's yeah. absurd. Chris <laughs> Behead in defence, like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one of those mental managerial achievements. I think, yeah. and also, Fulham almost got relegated the year before, or like two years before, and yeah. he turned them yeah. into. I don't know. So, I guess I like Roy Hodgson. Fair yeah. enough. I, I'm not ashamed of that. Own it. Own it. I once said that on Twitter, and like football journalists got in touch and went, <laughs> "We, a lot of us feel like that, but we're not allowed to say that." <laughs> so, um, uh, what's the show? Then he, but then he went to um. He went to Watford, didn't he? He came out of retirement to go to Watford. Yeah. And talk about point? talk about folding it in. I mean, honestly, <laughs> he just was like, "Yeah, sure, I'm bored. Why not?" Like, yeah. <laughs> the grandkids are gone to uni. I've got nothing to do. Off we go. I'm 75. I'm yeah. bored as shit. <laughs> I finished my cross. All I've known. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll do. I'll do. I'll manage Watford for a year. Yeah. Um, they probably knew he'd only been there about four months as well. <laughs> like you know. Yeah, he must have. Yeah, they've got an average shelf life of four months for a manager. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get it, make another million quid and then get out. Um, what would I put in yeah. football 101? It's a really good question, actually. That's See, really other men other men or women may put Roy Hodgson in room 101. 
Yeah, so those, I, I, yeah, I see, can't they... wait to see what you're going to come up with. Uh, what would I put in room one? Right, do you know what I'd put in room 101, right? And okay. now this, I, this I feel like I'm, I'm showing my age. All right. The, the, this concept of limbs. Yeah, everyone's always talking about limbs. Funny you celebrations. say that. Funny you say that. Go on. Why, is, why? Do you have strong opinions? Sam has got a very strong opinion on I that. I hate it. I hate it. It's all artificial. And it's teenage boys in Stone Island jackets jumping into each other. For the I agree with it. this 100%. And I hate that now football-like social media pages and even stuff like like on the BBC when they cut to like foot. F- when they, whenever any team, England, Wales, Ireland, whenever any team's playing, they go, we cut to the celebrations of the first goal. And it's people going crazy. And I go, why Beer are we... flying all over the place. Yeah. I'm just like, why are we celebrating that 10,000 drunk cocaine addicts have lost all control <laughs> of their body? Like, yeah. like, this is really bad. <laughs> this is really bad and yeah. dangerous that we're supporting this. And then we wonder why freaking fans attack players because we're saying isn't it brilliant the way that they've all absolutely lost their minds like <laughs> what a brilliant thing for the game that, all, that there's thirty thousand nutters who have no physical control over themselves so i think yeah you know what have that's a, bit a good fun. one go a bit crazy i think that that's the whole i guess it's that kind of hype machine in football yeah, yeah. i feel really like caters to the thick idiots <laughs> <laughs> But I suppose I say that and I am a sort of thick idiot, so maybe I should. Sometimes, yeah. I have to say, so we. in the Cardiff and Swansea game last year where we scored, oh no, it was, it was this season. Well, mm. When that first goal went in, I nearly did fall down a couple of rows. Like, I think we all did. And that is... We all get a bit carried fine, away. But what? I can't stand this jumping into each other and when people in these fan zones throw a pint for the oh, sake of showing a pint. I fucking hate it. I hate <laughs> it. And, and the thing is, that's it. But you're, if it's Swansea against Cardiff, that is a completely normal reaction. It's like it is an amplified game. If you're at Walsall against Port yeah. Vale, like just be an adult. Yeah. There's, there's kid there's literally kids there. <laughs> no, that's true. That's 100 percent That's true. what I, I don't know. I sort of feel it's in a way that like as much as I love football, I, I anything that makes football feel like the most important thing in the world kind of get gets me down a bit. Rate that. Yeah, I agree. We rate agree. that. Mm. Right. This is a, a pretty broad question. What does the How game? How my answers? But can I ask? Oh, your answers, answers are spot on. Brilliant. Spot on. Bang on. I, I'm here for the limbs. I'm here for putting yeah. that in room one on one. You've said I, limbs, right? Yeah. Sam's happy. I just think. Oh yeah. Just really. I just think it's a certain. I don't know. Because also, there's <laughs> people who have a go at you for thinking oh, you you're don't passionate. Have, you're not yeah. passionate enough. I go. What are you talking about? I'm just. Because <laughs> the white. has got asthma <laughs> over there. He's yeah, calm. I'm fine. I'm just. <laughs> I Um, I can see the headlines um, now. Stand-up comedian slates artificial limbs. Yeah, I know. Lad Bible are sharpening. (laughs) Yeah, Lad Bible are finishing you. No, yeah. Yeah, Me, you won't ever step foot in Croydon again. (laughs) Um, Right. Yeah. So, what does the game mean to you? Um. Well, I'm much more than I'd like to admit. I think. Yeah. Much more than I'd like. You know. it has gone in and out over the years and i it's funny when it goes out when i sort of lose touch with it which i think was a there was a period of years in my late 20s which is probably about the same time as when qpr sort of lost touch with what they were as a club it's probably not a coincidence that i i i i, I do feel like 
it means a lot like it's always been like a weird backbone it's such yeah. a weird thing to say but like so many of my friendships that's the first conversation we have is football yeah. so many of my friendships definitely my relationship with my dad to be honest first thing we talk about is football i i i really love it and like now that i'm really back into it again and i'm loving it like i'm loving the premier league oh, i think it's a great premier league season we're having i think the champions league's like as good as it's ever been like i i it means a lot to me i find it very romantic and it is like a weird because when it gets you as a kid you know when it's a childhood thing which I, was it that for you both was oh yeah 100 100 percent. i i i don't think it ever could get let go like i, it's, I it's find got it, its claws like, in then it links me to like who i was as a kid and those dreams and especially like you know i'm lucky that i support a team that's basically it's in the same stadium i've made the same walks you know i've never had to have that existential thing where the club that i go to the most is suddenly in a different place like mm. i guess if you guys you guys were liberty stadium for your yeah yeah i know i know boys that have been but they were a bit too young and but you know you hear stories and that but yeah for yeah, us yeah, it's always yeah. been you know where we are now so I think it connects me with that. Like I, th I wish I had a sort of funnier answer, but genuinely, it's quite. No, a... it's it's it's, it's quite. That's a profound question, Sean. Yeah, we tick a box. Yeah. We tick a box yeah, for that yeah. question. No, no, but yeah, it's... you get like arts council funding now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah we're alright. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting you say that though, because just just to interrupt, sorry, is when when we had Ishan Akbar on, he said about and he said kind of more or less the same thing as you in different words by saying like he can build bonds and like create relationships through football. And I feel like that's kind of more or less the same thing you were saying. Well, it is like, um, I do think like conversationally, like socially worldwide, it is the most amazing deck card to have in your deck. Mm. Like I, 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 I don't feel bad for people who don't like football normally, but I do think, God, it has made my life a lot easier. I yeah. think it makes your life a lot easier. It does, like, yeah. I just don't know what you do on a Saturday. I don't know what you do on a Saturday if you don't like football. But how do you talk to? Like, I can go into. I can talk to cab drivers. I can talk to anyone. Yeah. I can talk to anyone. Yeah, yeah. Any age, anybody any, at all. Anyone on earth, I can talk to about it. Yeah, yeah. I went to. I went to Morocco right in January. Me and my wife. Everyone, all we talk about is football. Mm. It is like the world pastime in a way. Universal um, language. Yeah, and it also like linked like because I used to play when I was younger, and I don't play anymore. And I'm I'm 35 now, and I'm starting to really miss it. I'm starting to yeah. really, and I like I look at Sunday League near me, and I just watch the games, and I just sort of look and I go, I just remember that feeling of, oh, yeah, yeah. So you I need to be a manager, I think. I think you need to manage a Sunday League club. I I would I would. I I would work those bastards into the. Game. <laughs> 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 they'd be honestly i'd do a bleep test at half time i wouldn't give a crap uh, do you play reason. do you do you two play no i haven't i haven't played for a while i i've been looking to get back into it for a, a couple of years now but yeah my fitness is just on the floor i'm training i'm in the gym but i'm not doing any cardio and honestly i'd be breathing out of my ass it'd be terrible <laughs> the thing is as well as i've got friends who go oh yeah we play five a side i go i can't do that that was never because I was, I was a centre half. So was I. My help, really? How tall yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm a. I'm as good as six foot is gonna get. You're but that's fine. Just, I'm just about. <laughs> I mean, these days it doesn't matter. But I was like six foot four, so I was like 
I was six foot four when I was like 15. So I was like factory engineered teenage center half. Yeah. Good in the air, clear it out. <laughs> you were by the buck. I was like, <laughs> I was a gift from God yeah. to black, <laughs> black boots, shirt tucked in, yeah. short back and sides. <laughs> Big time. Oof. I don't, yeah, I, I didn't even take half time oranges because they were too soft. <laughs> I just ate flint. You just ate the grass. I said, <laughs> give me a taste of that. Um, but it's, yeah, I feel like five, I, that was what I, I missed that feeling of sort of mm. the ball not being near me for like five minutes at a time and then suddenly yeah. making a run and doing something. Are you something. that person? You're walking through the park, yeah, and there's a game going on with the kids. Are you that person who'll do a few keepy-uppies if the ball comes over to you? If you're walking with your wife, for example, do a few keepy-uppies, yeah, give it to I the kid. Yeah, don't worry, boys. Yeah, I do, but I don't have I don't have the skills that I used to. So it's <laughs> usually pretty embarrassing. Yeah, no, yeah, we read yeah. there, we read there. Well, so yeah, uh, that's what football means to me. It's sort of like a link... Yeah, it's that thing. There we are. Right. One more question. We won't keep it too long, Sean. Oh, uh, thanks. I've really of... enjoyed this. Oh, we've I'm loved having you on. really glad. It's been a pleasure to have you. We were, um, honest to God, we were excited before we came to see you. But after we came to see you, we were like, this is going to be a good episode. We're oh, like, we were with yeah. each other. We turned to each other. We were like, oh, it's going to yeah, be a good it's one. Be a good we one. turned oh, to each other. That's great. Yeah. But uh, so just to round it off, your favourite football memory of all time? My favourite football memory of all time. Oh god, what a question! I'll this could be all the way from when you first kicked the ball up until the last game of anything at all. I've I've been lucky. I've had a lot of good ones, a lot of big ones. But if I was to be, let me think. Do you remember the 2010 World Cup quarter final between Ghana and Uruguay? And yes, yes, very vividly. And the last <laughs> minute of that game. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that that came off my head, but I think that's a that's that was like everything that the sport can be. Yeah. For I guess all in a way all the wrong reasons, but it was so ludicrously. Like I feel like because I'm a big fan of international football, big mm -hmm. fan of tournaments, big fan of the underdog, and the underdog didn't win there, but it was like the narrative. It was all narrative. For a, a are gonna be the first, yeah, they're going to be the yeah the first African team in the semi-final. It was like something like the Karate Kid, but like, <laughs> but like but the bad guy won. Yeah, it, it didn't so quite the, go to plan. The, yeah, the Karate Kid slips and breaks his leg. And he's yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was because I, I felt I remember I, I wasn't very old. I'll be honest, but I was watching the game and I felt every emotion watching like that like two-minute period. Like the yeah. Suarez, you know, cleared the ball off. Oh my gosh, what's he doing? And then Ghana's got a penalty. They're the... going to go through. And then what was the guy that was it? Asamojian was that? I think it was Asamojian took the penalty. Number three, I believe he was. He was yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. There we are. Can't, yeah. you cannot trust that. And then yeah, <laughs> you're asking you. My Sunday league team. There's no way he's number three. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like Andy Carroll. He's number two now for Red. Number two, it, yeah. And like. They're like, oh, it's because his daughter picked it or something. I'm like, no, no wrong and you're a wrong go, man. I go, you're a, ro true. you're a wrong. You go, that's the worst thing you've ever done, Andy Carroll. Yeah. There's yeah. a long list of those. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's going in room top. 101. That's what I put yeah. in room 101 is ridiculous numbers. Because we had, what did we have? Uh, Wilfred yeah, Barney Wilfred came back Barney to us. Two, and he yeah. was number two. I, remember, I didn't like that. I remember that. And I, rem I remember yeah. being disgusted. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think Swansea let themselves down there. We did. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Uh, I remember I bumped into Sam in town because it was before we were really close. I bumped into him and I looked at him. I thought, what are we doing? We both looked at each other with sort of look of disgust on our face. 
And it, it, yeah, it was very memorable, actually. I remember that. Yeah, I think that's probably my favourite. I don't know if it's... I mean, it's hard to say it's my favourite manager. It's the only football memory where I say, do you remember that game? And everyone immediately yeah. gets to yeah. that. Like, I think it's such a... It's almost like it's like the 9-11 of football. Like everyone knows where they were, what they were doing. It was just so unbelievably oh, dramatic. Not a comparison I expected it was, yesterday, it, but... It was tragic and undramatic. And you couldn't take your eyes off it. And everyone, everyone feels the same about it. <laughs> Oh, amazing amazing right. perfect there we are what a way, that, uh, what a way to finish it that brings us to the end sean thank you so much for joining us it's been uh it's been a really it's good been a, we've probably, it's been probably awesome enjoyed it. we always love these episodes but it uh, yeah oh we, thanks guys now and again we get a crack and i think today's uh today's one of the good ones well when's cute who who's swansea got this weekend no, sheffield united no, Sheffield. United. oh good luck yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we are i think we might we'll need, need it, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Sean, thank you so much. Do you want to tell everyone listening where they might be able to come see you or uh, find you on social media or whatever? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Sean McLaughlin Comedy, which I'm trying to build up quite aggressively because I've put all my eggs into the Twitter basket and now no one uses Twitter. So I'm a bit <laughs> frigged. But I'm also on Twitter at Sean McLaughlin. And I've got a podcast with a guy called Johnny Pelham called Failing Better. And we end up a lot of the time actually just talking about football johnny's a big arsenal fan even though he's from bradford it's very strange um <laughs> they always so, are yeah. aren't they yeah yeah are those clubs <laughs> arsenal united liverpool i guess they just yeah. their tentacles get everywhere you know <laughs> um so yeah just find or just find me and just keep listening to this podcast and keep uh keep following championship and lower league football yeah yeah follow your follow your team follow your yes, local team definitely yeah. um uh, Cheers, guys. Sorry, I just burped. I had a curry. It's all right. It's all right. Don't worry about it. That's, that is not the worst thing to ever happen on this podcast. It's definitely not. It's definitely Probably not. I'm the worst thing to come out of my mouth in the last five minutes <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, I think I, that is that is all we've uh, all we've got today for you guys. Uh, thank you thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate you every week. But uh, we're back. I think we've got a couple of weeks off now, Alex, haven't we? Have we? Oh, yeah, we have. we have. Yeah, I could. I could tell. I've you been told fact, we have. I could yeah. tell you for a fact we've got a couple of weeks <laughs> off. Uh, but uh, we'll be back then. We'll have, uh, as you know, have you, as, as Alex just been Doctor Week's wages. Is this I like think, yeah, a football manager when you just randomly find? Yeah. I'm going to go on strike. <laughs> <laughs> Join the bloody club, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, on that note, I think we'll uh, we'll leave you to it, guys. Uh, if you're new. Drop us a follow on uh, Twitter at Send Him Off Pod, Instagram Send Him Off Podcast, everywhere in between Spotify, YouTube, wherever you consume your podcast. You can probably find us just by searching our name. And uh, our dulcet tones and daftness will be with you every week. So uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you soon. Have a good week. Enjoy your football. And we'll see you soon. Ta-ra. Take care.